Welcome back to the Hot Tibet Daily Pick Show for Saturday, September 11th. Got a pretty good slate on tap for today in college football here in week two. So let's just jump right into it. In the first game we're taking a look at on this card, Pitt taking on Tennessee. Both these teams jump out to a 1-0 season, getting wins in week one. Um, and for Pat Narduzzi, you know, comes into the season here for Pitt, looking to, to have another winning season, get back to 500 at least, three straight years as 500. Um, and with quarterback Kenny Pickens, you know, returning for his fifth year, um, you know, he's looking like they could do that. Had a very strong start for Pickett against UMass, 375 yards through the air for him. Um, you know, in no small part because of the great wide receiver trio and Jordan Anderson, Tariq Mass, um, and Shockey Jockis Lewis. Um, so, you know, a, a pretty good backfield for this pit team. And the, the three starters returning on the offensive line um, definitely helped there. Um, and they were able to, you know, a team that only averaged 3.2 yards per play in 2020, you know, definitely needed to get that up. You know, granted it's UMass, so it's it's hard to tell exactly if this is going to carry in. But 6.94 yards per play against UMass, um, definitely helping out there. As far as this Tennessee team in Week One, you know, Josh Heupel, you know, came into to Knoxville hoping to be the fix for him. Um, and I really don't know what to think of him after his first game. Um, yeah, they they beat Bowling Green, didn't cover the spread. Um, and even though Bowling Green only scored six points in that game, it just it just felt like a weird game. Um, didn't feel like Tennessee was you know great in it um and this was an offense that last season only averaged 21.5 points per game so um definitely looking to improve on that which i guess they they did in game one um if you want to look at it that way um and joe milton also has some improving to do only 140 yards through the air in week one um they did tear it up rushing the ball though you know 326 yards per or per, yards per game um 330 326 yards rushing the ball in week one um, and they got some decent talent up front to, to really you know make that a strong selling point for this Tennessee team this season um, but really I think the the key for this game and what's ultimately going to lead to a winning bet here is the pit defense um, a team that held opponents to 24.5 points per game last season able to rack up 46 sacks last season um, and with the Marius Mathis returning um, at corner from injury this season definitely going to help keep this you know defense strong got one of the best linebacking year units in the ACC so Pitt is definitely a strong team this year, and they, they feel like they're they got something special brewing up there. Um, for this Tennessee team, on the other hand, you know they need to improve. Allowed 29 sacks in 2020. You know the offensive line struggled there, but on the defensive side of the ball, there are quite a few concerns. You know, gave up 30.1 points per game last season. Obviously, you know only giving up six against Bowling Green is promising, but then again, it's, it's Bowling Green. So this game is going to be very telling, honestly, for both these teams. And I think Tennessee is going to struggle. I don't think they're anywhere near what they quote unquote need to get back to um you know in order to to bring back the the, the 98 winning ways um to this tennessee team so i think pittsburgh is a very good team this year i think they should have no problem on the road in this game i like pittsburgh minus three against tennessee
Now, the next game on the card is an interesting one. Got Cal taking on Tennessee. Cal starts the season off with a loss against Nebraska, going uh, or starting the season 0-1. Tennessee gets the win um, against Rice in Week One. So these two teams are are definitely interesting. You know, Cal. Um, you know, I was on Nevada against Cal in that game, and Cal didn't look horrible to start the game. They definitely were scaring me at first. They obviously don't pull it through down the stretch. Nevada's defense is just too good, and a team that went one and three last season definitely, you know looking to rebound here and chase garbers you know is a pretty good quarterback honestly i think he's going to be one of the better quarterbacks in this conference um a pack 12 that you know is 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 kind of up to anyone at this point it feels like it really seems like no team has really separated themselves i guess maybe ucla um but other than that you know the pack 12 is just so wide open um and with this cal team bringing back four starters on the offensive line should definitely help there um they do need to you know you know up their yards per play have been last in the Pac-12 the last four seasons. Um, but I think they should be able to do that here. As far as TCU goes, I'm not the you know <laughs> biggest TCU fan. They do finished the season last year very strong, going five and one down the stretch. Um, and Max Dugan, you know, back at quarterback, had an impressive year last year, threw for 253 yards in the first game this season. Um, and this TCU team is undoubtedly one of the deepest in the Big 12. But I'm just not completely sold. You know, Quentin Johnson is a great for this receiving group, but outside of him, I don't know that they have a, a ton of great talent. They have good receivers, no doubt. Um, but as far as, you know, just that next level, I, I don't know that they necessarily have it. The offensive line has got to do a better job, allowed 23 sacks last season. Um, so they can limit that. This team can definitely be competitive. Um, and Patterson, you know, has put together some good defenses for this team, got a good defense on the field this year. Um, they only allowed 24.2 yards per play or points per game last season and they were able to hold duquesne to only three points in week one i said rice earlier i meant to say duquesne um and this team is a, a very interesting one no doubt um one of the best defensive lines in the country um but honestly i just i just come back to this 10 point spread and honestly i don't know that tcu should should be this big of a spread or this big of a a favorite against this cal team this cal team is not bad on defense they've got some some they got a good defense you know linebacker group very strong um the defensive line is definitely thin definitely vulnerable to the run but i just don't see that being tcu's game plan i think tcu is going to want to air the ball out um and, and get it downfield just like you know all the other teams in the big 12 seemingly always want to do so um i think this game is going to be much closer than you know it looks on paper i think we got two very good quarterbacks um and dugan and garbers so i i see it being a closely competitive game i don't see this you know 10 point spread um you know being the <laughs> i don't think it beats that big so i like cal plus 10 here against tcu Moving down the card, taking a look at Houston, taking on Rice. Both these teams start the season out with a loss. Um, you know, Texas Tech beating Houston, Arkansas beating Rice. And for Dana Holgerson, you know, just 7-13 and 13 in his first two seasons, starting the week one off with a loss, you know, isn't a great place to build on that. But for Houston, a shining spot anyway, Texas Tech is probably their hardest opponent all season. The schedule gets much, much easier from here on out. They obviously don't have to play Cincinnati or UCF, which, you know, is going to help them out in the American. 
And for Rice, um, you know, 38-17 loss to Arkansas definitely wasn't great. Um, Willie Green, you know, didn't look horrible in that game, only threw for 152 yards. Um, and really the the biggest area to this to this Rice team, and think what they got to improve on if they want to have a chance here against Houston, is the rushing game. Only 81 yards on the ground in week one. Um, and they really just, you know, need to rely on the five returning starters they have up front to, to block and just push the ball downfield. Um, and I think this Rice team could be much better better unfortunately i don't see him necessarily doing that here against houston um you know clay toon is you know returns at quarterback obviously had 174 yards and two tds in week one so um you know he looks like he he can put in some work and if dana can really you know get the play calling down and get this team all on the same page I think Houston can definitely, you know, be a good team. There was, you know, definitely some questionable play calls in that week one game against Texas Tech. For Doug Belk taking over as the defensive coordinator for Houston, um, you know, returning nine starters on defense from last season. I think this defense is, is you know, going to continue to shine all season for Houston. I think that's really what gets it done in this game. I think they, once again, limit Rice running the ball. Um, and, you know, Rice has got to do a better job turning the ball over. Turned it over three times in week one. If Houston can force three turnovers or anywhere near that, um, they are well on their way to a pretty easy victory. Um, and for Rice defensively, the pass rush was not great last season. I think Toon is going to pretty much light them up here in this game. Um, and only two sacks in the Arkansas game. Got to get that better over really i think defensively rice really struggles in this game um and i think you know offensively houston kind of gets it together um learns from what they did wrong against texas tech and are able to to show it off here against a much lesser opponent so like houston minus eight here against rice Next, we take a look at maybe one of the funner games of the weekend, Liberty taken on Troy. Both these teams, very impressive wins over FCS schools in week one. Um, Liberty winning 48 to seven over Campbell, Troy winning 55 to three over Southern. So um, really couldn't ask for, for much better starts for either of these teams. And last season for Liberty, Hugh Freeze absolutely had this team cooking. You know, the, the marquee win over Virginia Tech obviously stands out as the, you know, the highlight of the season for this Liberty team. But, you know, ranked during the season, just a, just a very good team, a very fun team to watch. Um, and they averaged 483 yards per game last season and 38 points. Um, and through one game, they're already exceeding expectations in that category. 357 yards against Campbell, 48 points, which obviously is Campbell that then number is not going to stay there forever um but with malik willis at the quarterback position you know just an absolutely great dual threat quarterback um you know it sounds like he's he's probably going to be a pretty high draft pick in the in the league here in a little bit so um they definitely have a team under them that can do a lot of damage um and for troy while they're not you know horrible by any means um they play in a very tough conference usa not conference USA, uh some belt um and you know Taylor Powell passing for 234 yards in Week One is definitely going to you know help this team. Um, and at 467 total yards against Southern is great. But offensively, last season this team was not consistent. You know if they can put up those numbers every game, sure this Troy team can definitely win a lot of games. But I think when they play harder opponents like this Liberty team. It's going to get interesting how well they can actually perform. I think they're going to struggle against better teams, um, which, you know, is not you know a shock to anyone. Um, the only real you know upside this Troy team really has that I think could help them out is all of the production that they turn on defense. Most of the starters from last year's defense are back on this team, and they showed that off by doing a great job shutting down Southern in that first game um, and playing the game at home against Liberty here should definitely help. 
But with all that said, with all the praise I just gave Troy's defense, um, I think they are going to struggle in this game. I think Liberty's offense is just too well coached. And not to mention Liberty can you do a pretty good job on defense too. They have a great pass rush last season. They're very strong against the run also. Um, and this team is, is just, you know, one of the, the one of my favorite teams going into this season um, as far as a betting standpoint goes. Um, and honestly, I think Liberty should just be more than a four and a half point favorite. So taking Liberty minus four and a half against Troy. Now for the final game on Saturday's card, got NC State taken on Mississippi State. Both these teams find the win in week one. Um, and NC State, you know, enters this season with you know a really really good backfield and they showed that off in an impressive win against south florida won that game 45 to nothing um and as far as you know mississippi state in game one it took everything they had to beat la tech including a, a missed field goal at the end of the game um and from a team that you know had an impressive win week one against lsu well quote unquote impressive and, and struggled to go three and seven down the stretch I just don't know that they've fixed a whole lot headed into this season, unfortunately. You know, Will Rogers definitely showed off through for 370 yards in that game. Um, and he looks like a great quarterback, was able to mount an impressive comeback. And this offense should obviously be interesting this season, but they're just they're just not quite there yet, honestly. And this NC State team, um, I think, is probably going to expose that. You know, um, Devin Leary returns after missing seven games last season, and he's going to you know be you know a solid rock to to build this team around. And we saw that in the UCF or the USF game. Um, and you know, he's got a lot of good receivers to throw to here. Obviously, in game one, passed for 232 yards, and with one of the top offensive lines in the conference headlined by grant gibson at center this team rushed for 293 yards in week one so offensively i think this nc state team you know should be very good this season on the defensive side of the ball for mississippi state you know they allowed only 5.48 yards per game last season which is pretty good return a starters here on defense um and you know they have a pretty decent linebacker group but they're just not the deepest team on defense. And I think that was, you know, exposed royally um, in the La Tech game. You know, La Tech just, you know, don't get me wrong. La Tech is a much better team than people are were predicting. I don't know how they were three touchdown underdogs in that game. Should have never been a spread that low. Um, but this Mississippi State team isn't great. Mike Leach, you know, <clears throat> has been a disappointment, let's be honest. And Starkville hasn't shown us really much of anything. Um, and for this NC State team, I think they got a very strong defense coming into this one. Um, you know, they gave up 20 or 30.2 yard or points per game in 2019 improved that last year with only giving up 22.1. Um, and, uh, and so far this year, giving up zero. Um, but you know, they gotta, you gotta do a better job, not, um, or holding on to the ball, throwing the ball over 19 times last season. Um, but returned nine starters on defense this season. Um, and there's a team that, you know, I think is in a very strong position, um, to make some noise and an ACC, that quite frankly is up for grabs right now you know with a clemson and a north carolina loss you know this nc state team could could mess around and and, and end up sneaking in and doing something not to say that they're gonna go and you know win the acc or anything but um this acc is going to be a very competitive conference this year and going on the road here down to starkville to play mississippi state i think nc state really just has the the better team the better offense um the better defense all around just a better team and only being three point favorites um i don't know how you don't bet this so i'm taking nc NC State minus three in this game. 
that is it for Saturday's college football card. If you want to see picks for all of the FBS games happening today, head over to hot2best.com. Check out the computer model picks up there. Also, if you're not already following me at Hot to Best Chris on Twitter and Instagram, make sure you follow me there so you don't miss out on any future content as well as on the Best Damp app to get early access to all of the picks. Also, follow the Hot to Best main account on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Stay up to date on everything happening over there. As well as if you're watching here on YouTube, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content. And most importantly, drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on for this Saturday slate. And thanks for watching today's show. I will see you guys tomorrow.